3: Curious choice for Valentine's. I mean, sure, love is in the title, but it's not exactly what I would consider a love song. It's a, a love song to rock and roll, I guess.
0: Jo- Joan and the Blackhearts.
3: Isn't it? Isn't right. It... But the song is I Love Rock and Roll. It's really Joan Jett. Her backing band is the Blackhearts. It's questionable at best,
2: Jimmy.
0: Okay, fair enough.
3: I love it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think you do. No, I love the song. It's a little questionable with the way that he's approached the first hour. Not that, you know, Motley Crue is a love song, but kickstart my heart. Like, it. it you know, I don't know. I love rock and roll because it's Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. It's a little bit of a stretch.
2: Listen, man, you want some baby-making music? Just say the words, Hawk. I'll take it from here.
3: It's all yours, Jimmy. Don't let them take it from you. This PSG uh, match is underway. You can't say the other team's name, right? I can't say PSG's name. I (laughs) I have no idea who they're
2: playing. Who they're playing? Real Sociedad.
3: Mm, RSO. Mm-hmm. Is the abbreviation.
2: R S O. You got it.
3: And PSG, the abbreviation is P A R. a eh, little cutesy there, T V. We all know them as P S G. It's a little cutesy. body eh, it's a little cutesy though. Which uh <laughs> which color
2: <laughs> am I rooting for? You were rooting for the team in blue, navy blue, with the red stripe right. right on the uh the top of their kit. Fair. Dale. 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 Ah, Dale. Dale.
3: Thank you, Jimmy.
0: You're welcome, and happy Valentine's Day. And, Hawk, have you seen a grown man naked?
3: Ha-ha! <laughs> well done. Excellent job. Jimmy, have you seen a grown man naked? No. Jimmy, te quiero. Te quiero mucho. I only tell you that a couple days a year, certainly Valentine's Day is worth it. So we have PSG just to win, right? That's all we need, win.
2: Yeah, I I just put it in right now. It was uh about two minutes late on it, but I still got uh, I got PSG minus one twenty five. So I put it all in. Right. Yeah.
3: Scoreless, four minutes in. All right, let's get uh, headlines here for the three o'clock hour with
2: Alejandro Solana. Driven by the new Palmetto Ford truck super center. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks, Hawk. I hesitated to even bring this up today because I'm just so sick of the stupid New York Knicks and their fan base crying over a, a game in February where they feel like they got job. The more and more I watch that replay, oh, actually might have been a foul on Jalen Brunson to be a hundred percent honest. But did you see? <laughs> did you see that they're filing a protest with the NBA? I did. Yeah, I saw the headline,
3: but I didn't really read it. I mean, could that possibly go anywhere?
2: So I I did the research here, and by me doing the research, I read a couple tweets on this, and I copied and pasted them into my show notes, and I will deliver them to you now. So both the NBA's last two-minute report and crew chief Ed Malloy, oh, Ed Malloy, they acknowledged that the foul call on Jalen Brunson leading to Aaron Holiday's two winning free throws was incorrectly called. So, right, he said it right after the game, Ed Malloy. Right, He's like, yeah, it shouldn't have been called. Right. Um, but here's the interesting part. The last time a protest was upheld. So the last time a team in the NBA filed a protest and actually won that protest, do you know? Do you know what the last time? Because it, it has nope. a Miami tie-in. I do not. December nineteenth, two 2007, the Heat Whoa. were playing the Atlanta Hawks. By PSG there. Shaquille O'Neal was on this Miami Heat team, and uh, he was fouled out incorrectly. They told him he fouled out with five fouls, with six fouls, but he, he only had five. So this happened late in the game. They say Shaq fouls out, shouldn't have fouled out, only had five fouls. They incorrectly ruled it as six. So the Heat filed a protest, won the protest. The Heat and the Hawks met later on in the season, and they replayed. I was at that game. They replayed Just the final the 51.9 seconds of overtime from when they incorrectly fouled out Shaq. But here's the best mm-hmm. part about that game. This is the season where the Heat only won 15 games, and midway through that year, they traded Shaq. To Phoenix, remember? Oh, so he wasn't even there. He wasn't even on the roster when they replayed this game. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild.
3: So I guess theoretically there is some precedent. That is an actual mistake, though. That's a tangible mistake. This is a bad call. Now, games are filled with bad calls. Right. And so I would imagine it would be a bad precedent for the league. Correct. If they were to say, okay, based on a bad call, as egregious as it may have been, and as easy it w- as it would be to replay it, because essentially you're just playing overtime now. If you disallow that call and say he missed the three, that's it. Regulation's are over; they're tied. You could say let's replay, let's play overtime. But man, that would set up a dicey precedent.
2: It would. It would, especially because it's just an officiating error. I mean, how many games are it decided happens. by bad officiating it errors? Yep. Uh, remember Max There's a whole
3: You could do a whole montage of uh, LeBron overreacting to uh, officiating
2: errors. But remember in the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago when the Heat lost, Jimmy Butler shot that three, Max Struess was ruled out of bounds on a shot, and it was pretty clear, there was evidence, that he had never actually stepped out of bounds. There's a whole Max Struess rule implemented in the NBA now because of it, but had the Heat followed a protest in that game, what, were replaying we the final... Three minutes and change, or whatever it was, of the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, it. it, it Is it too late for that? I, listen, sign me up. With the way the Nico shot last night, sign me the bleep <laughs> up, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, let's get headlines here. Are these the headlines? I, I don't know. The Heat right. they beat the Bucks yesterday. They dominated the Milwaukee Bucks. The Dame package: Nico Jovic, Duncan Robinson. Tyler Hero. I mean, everybody shot oh, Mbappe's the still out. on this team? Mbappe's still on this team? Yeah. Oh, the report game which is, changer. Wh- I had brought it up in headlines a couple weeks ago. Well, you
3: said that that Messi played and Mbappe was on the team. I didn't know that he was currently still on the team.
2: He is currently still on the team. He is their starting striker. The report and the rumors are that he will be. So that leaving. might be why he's the favorite. Why this team, PSG, is favored? Well, I mean. They're, they're they're like a powerhouse in Europe they just can never win the big game in in this specific mm. tournament but round of 16 against Real Sociedad like they they should be able to get by this team fairly easily you would hope all right we we' we're, we're right. hoping today right because I want to be able to lose this
3: money tonight on the heat and the panthers the canes <laughs> my famous <laughs> South Florida
2: trifecta are you putting in a South Florida trifecta I don't
3: know. We'll have to look at the lines later and see what. uh, I think I saw the Canes were like seven and a half point dogs tonight. Panthers, I think, are a slight favorite. And I think I saw the Heat were four point dogs. Tonight? Yeah.
2: Did Vegas not watch the game last night? (laughs)
3: Well, imagine what they would have been.
2: Tobias Harris, by the way, was probably the player that you read for the Sixers who will be out tonight. Tobias Harris is out. Um, Kyle Lowry won't rejoin or won't join the Sixers until after the all-star break. Oh, he must be so tired after not having played over the last three weeks. I mean, yeah. this
3: Patrick Beverly, by the way, speaking of trade deadline moves, that guy stinks. (laughs) He
2: had two of the worst passes that I've ever seen in basketball. I tried to tell you and Crowder, but no Patrick Beverly going to the bucks. That's (laughs) the decision. That will change the course of Damian Lillard's career. I couldn't believe what I was
3: watching. (laughs) am like, what?
2: (laughs) There was a play last night. Second quarter, Duncan Robinson blocks Damian Lillard at the rim. Told him, hey, get that weak bleep out of here. Niko Jovic grabs the board, runs the floor, dishes it off to Jaime Jaquez Jr. in transition. I mean, you want to talk about some sexy-ass basketball. Duncan blocking Damian Lillard, Jaime Hawkes Jr. in transition, and the Rook with a silky smooth up and under on the other end. I mean, it was I was in heaven last night, Hawk. I really was.
3: My uh, my son DM me something on Instagram earlier. I didn't know this. C.J. Stroud dropped forty points on Jaime Hawkes Jr. in high school.
2: I did see somebody sent me that as well.
3: Also, the 49ers, this just uh, popped up on my phone, the 49ers have relieved defensive coordinator Steve Wilks of his duties following the Super Bowl loss.
2: Hmm. Escape scapegoat firing.
3: Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, dumb decision. Let me fire Steve Wilks.
2: <laughs> we have the best rushing attack this league's seen in years, but let's give it to Brock Purdy for 11 dropbacks in the third quarter, up 10. Let me fire Steve Wilkes. Bro, speaking of the Super Bowl, Hawk, I read this stat yesterday. In the four main North American pro sports leagues, only seven players have three championships and two league MVPs in their first seasons. Joe DiMaggio, Stan Musial, Musial, and Mickey Mantle (laughs) In baseball, I knew I was going to mess like that me up. Me trying to pronounce Paris Saint Germain. We did a whole Stan Musial bit. We on did because you
3: you you said it honestly. You're like you were reading some Stan. and you're like Stan Musial.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bill Russell and Larry Bird in the NBA. Pretty good company for Patrick Mahomes so far. Uh huh. And and then in the NHL, it's written Guy Lafleur, but I think it's Guy Lafleur. It right? is
3: Guy LeFleur. Yeah, Guy
2: LeFleur. So those are the and only... It's
3: not written. I mean, that's the way it's spelled.
2: Well oh, no, it's, I, I can read. It's written Guy, G-U-Y, Guy LaFleur. Well, but they... Right, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's written Guy. It's his name. I don't know how else to explain this to you. It's written G-U-Y, and I know how to speak English. Guy Lafleur.
3: Right, but it happens to be French, and huh. it's Guy LeFleur. Huh.
2: How do you say PSG, though? Ellie <laughs> saint Hermine So Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Mickey Mantle, Stan Mujual, Joe DiMaggio, Guy LaFleur, and now Patrick Mahomes. The only seven company to ever do it. That is crazy, man. That is absolutely crazy. Speaking of the NHL, Panthers are at the Penguins tonight. 7:30. Heat will play the Sixers at seven. And Canes Hoops, they're at Clemson. 7 p.m. You can hear the Heat right here on 560 WQAM. You can hear the Panthers on 96.5 FM HD 2. And you can hear Joe Zagaki on the call for Kane's Hoops at Clemson on AM 790. All right. All right, Hawk. Your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7. Again, 866 866- nine five four more Ooh, oh
3: what's the uh psg like the team name yesterday we learned man city was what the uh the sky blues yeah or the the cities something mm.
2: the citizens isn't that what you the read citizens was?
3: maybe i forget yeah What what is uh psg
2: i don't know i don't i don't know if they have a uh uh, the Eiffel there Towers, a... the Eiffel Towers, I believe, is... <laughs> the croissants. The croissants. One of their nic- one of their nicknames is called the Red and Blues. Huh.
3: Red and Blues.
2: And uh, another one is called the the Parisians? the Parisians. The Parisians. The Parisians. There you go. The Parisians.
3: I mean, I've got a Stan Muzayal <laughs> in the Parisians. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's your weather.
3: And what about the RSOs?
2: Real sociedad. I have no idea, Hawk. I mean, come on.
3: I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, isn't the Champions League? This is this is pretty wild to me that it it's on CBS. Like like I'm watching it on CBS. Like this is not you know CBS Sports Network. It's not Par- I mean, it is on Paramount Sports and Paramount Plus. But literally, CBS right now is airing Champions League soccer. Is this a particular tournament?
0: Yes.
2: Which tournament, tournament is this, Jimmy? The UEFA Champions League. Uh-huh. Oh, man.
3: man. But is this always on network TV, Solana?
2: No, I, I don't think it, it has always been on network TV. But, you know, soccer is becoming bigger and bigger. I know! The Champions League is the biggest club tournament in the world. Without I mean, a doubt. Obviously, the popularity of soccer,
3: international soccer, is so popular in the United States or a network to air these games we watched one yesterday we were watching one now like to, for a network to air these games in the middle of the
2: day it's a huge deal yeah i mean th- th- i i i think the champions league final gets more eyeballs than the super bowl by a wide margin i really do like i think their their ratings are well, bigger than the well we saw that super the super bowl was the most watched in in the united states Hawk oh. I, the the World Cup final probably got 1 billion right viewers I I don't know right. the numbers but I would bet it's up there I do have the nickname of the other team that's playing What is it like the white and the blues RSOs. the white the white and blues The white and blues yeah and the royal They get you know
3: very basic on the uh the the team nicknames You know what I mean
2: Nah, I mean it's this American, the, red and blues, the American the and culture. Blues. Hey, how about we name a team the Hawks? That'll really right. rally a fan like base, like the bird. Okay. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like the Herons.
3: inter Miami,
2: the Herons. Let's see. Oh, there was uh, an article written: Super Bowl versus Champions League final. Which is the most watched sporting event? Um. Boop boop boop. As it turned out, the showpiece final of the NFL was clocked up as having an impressive 115 million viewers across the United States on February 12th. This looks like it was last year. As stated above, that meant it was the most watched ever, replacing the thrilling showdown of 2015. An additional 40 million were calculated. Um. We have an answer. We do not. Oh, here we go. Oh, today was the uh, Kansas City parade, by the way. It was. Yeah, and I I was reading some tweets that looked like these guys were were a little sauced up as they were getting on that parade float. Mm. The best numbers be well. show a viewership for the Champions League final of an estimated seven hundred million viewers. Wow. In twenty twenty-three, just the final. Just the final. Wow. Yeah crazy man oh, somebody's down all right uh clay
3: ferrero is going to join us in the next segment we have heat tickets to give away as well we're doing that every day this week uh, i think we gave them away in the three o'clock hour yesterday right so maybe we'll wait till the four or five o'clock hour today yeah that sounds good to me okay oh we're off the air a little bit early today because preheat with Solana will begin at 5.45 tonight, and then the heat game tips off at 7. So we'll be off a little bit early tonight because i got to get my Valentine's night on.
2: What's in store for the Hawkmans tonight? Woo!
3: I mean, if you only knew. Mm. A lot of it's going to be dependent on this PSG game.
2: Little you house,
3: Oh, you're you're gonna be doing the heat
2: game. So I'm doing the heat game. I haven't even seen my uh my significant other today. Literally, haven't seen her. I bought some flowers, left them at home. That was not. Yeah, that, that was nice. So put- she
3: woke up and there were flowers.
2: No, no, no. She had left for work. I woke up way wow. later, and I went. I well, bought why didn't flowers. Why did you set them up
3: at night while she was sleeping? So when when she came out,
2: that the the flowers were there. Ah, uh, I know that would have taken some effort.
3: I got Lori a card at CVS last night.
2: Hmm. That's very kind of you, Hawk. I thought so. I'm sure she really appreciates that. She seemed to. Do you fill it out? Do you write something? Yeah, of course. So you don't just buy a card, sign your name, and leave it on the table?
3: No. I wrote, uh, uh, I heart mushy. I call her mushy. Uh Uh-huh. And then uh, I wrote, so does Rocky, because the card had a cat on it.
2: <laughs> That's true love right there, man. I can go get it if you want to see it. Lover Mark in his purest form, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's really going to go get it. That's really what he wrote on that card? Yeesh. No, you, I, I, um, I, admire, I admire you getting a card, though. the The actual... Like, writing of, of letters and writing of cards is a lost art in this day and age. Wife, it's
3: Valentine's Day. It's got a cat on it. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted you to know, my felines for you are still strong. Hey. I love you. No kitten. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hee huh
2: yeah i see it i see a, a yeah. cat pumping some iron that's good man that's good
3: because my my
2: felines are still strong mm-hmm. yeah i got it
3: jimmy you have a uh, valentine this year
0: uh well i'll be here today so but, right, but no. do you have
3: a valentine or you're still you're on the lookout on the lookout all right good day if to download or let me know <laughs> i'll do a segment on it
2: good day to download tinder jimmy It's
3: actually probably not a bad,
2: uh, you're probably right. Yeah. This has to be a huge night for hookups, right? For sure. I mean, people are down and every, every, uh, everybody does these Galentine events, but then all that does is make you drunk and feel more depressed that you're alone on actual Valentine's Day.
3: All right. Clay Ferrero is is going (laughs) to join us in the next segment. Uh, We can talk with him about Valentine's Day if you want.
0: You're listening to the Hawk and
3: Crowder Show. Holy cannoli. Hawk and Crowder.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
3: I mean, I said that Jimmy, maybe I love rock and roll isn't your traditional Valentine's song. So he went full on Valentine's, totally clips of the heart. <laughs> I mean...
2: I see the theme Great here, song, though.
3: but I don't know. I
2: don't know what to do with it. I see the theme, though. It's not Valentine's Day. It's not love making music. It's just songs with heart. Correct. In the title.
3: Correct. Or Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. Clay <laughs> Ferrero is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood between, uh, on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Hello, Clay. Clay Perreiro, sports anchor and reporter at Local 10 here in Maine.
1: Hello, Hawk. Have you ever seen on YouTube the literal video version of Total Eclipse of the Heart? I don't, like the actual video? Yeah, so it's a, it's a music video. It's the music video from Total Eclipse of the Heart, but, uh some people take liberties with the actual song and, and go by what is actually happening in the video to change the song. Very funny stuff. So if any, if anybody's uh, if anybody is not in their car right now, cause we don't want to encourage anybody to open up YouTube while they're, up I there, mean, but if they're just chilling, watching or, uh, or listening on the app later on, go to YouTube and just type in literal video version, total eclipse of the heart. Good stuff. All right. I'm going to
3: watch that. I love the song. Yep. The song's a banger. Yeah, you might think differently about it after. <laughs> after All right. We'll reserve it. judgment. What, uh, we were talking about the Heat today. We've talked about the Super Bowl. What got into the Heat last night?
1: They hit three-pointers, and they play defense, and that's really it. I mean, that's that's who they're – look, that is their peak. When Duncan Robinson is hitting like he was last night, when Kevin Love is hitting like he was last night, when Nicole Yovich goes out there and – and does what he did last night. I mean, they can they can do that to anybody. Um, and yet I think you could probably say that about a lot of teams in the NBA. This is the new age NBA now where you're going to have teams that can just walk into a gym and blow somebody out strictly by making three-pointers and playing defense. And I, I do think that the Heat have the ability when they're – locking down on defense like they have really for the last two weeks now. I mean, it, it kind of flew under the radar early because you know, they lost to the Knicks, and, you know, there were a couple of games in there where they were losing, but you could start to see things change. But then last night's combination of hitting shots and doing that, and you know, that's that's the type of Heat team that can once again make a run to the NBA Finals if they do that sort of thing.
3: I wonder, like, is there something for Spo to take from last night? Does he look at that game and say, you know what? I've got to find more minutes for Duncan. Or I've got to find some minutes for Jovich. Or is it one of those games where you just go, hey, if we're hitting shots, it doesn't matter if Jimmy's out there with Terry Rogier and Duncan's on the bench and so is Jovich. We can hit our shots, and when we are, that's how we're going to look. Yeah, a
1: little bit of both. And I, I, every time Duncan Robinson has a game like he did last night, I, I always think of you because you were the one who – was driving the bandwagon when literally Thank everybody you. else had jumped off.
3: Thank you. So
1: uh, so for all the, the heat that I give you, all the crap that I give you, i got to give you credit on that one. But, yeah, and, and the thing with Jovich that the, the things that keep him from playing, I think, are, are a lot of the things that maybe we can't really see, whether it's defensive rotation stuff, communication, uh, you know, stuff that can get you beat in other areas uh, that – that maybe take away from the great stuff that he can do when he's at his best offensively. Now, when he's hitting shots like he did last night, then then sure, you got to play him. But I think the thing that he really does that a couple of players talked about, Duncan Robinson talked about this, that when he grabs a rebound and just goes, that there's nobody else on the team that can really do that like that. Bam can to a certain extent, but as far as grabbing a rebound, getting in the open floor, being able to get to the basket, and then be tall and long enough that that you can make any move on pretty much anybody there aren't a whole lot of guys that can do that not just on the heat but on the in the entire NBA so yeah I I think maybe you you see if you can get by with some of the stuff that maybe he, he does wrong either defensively or whatever just because the upside is so high but as far as Duncan goes and we've talked about this for a while I said this today I think He's not the third best player on the Heat, but you could make the case that behind Bam and Jimmy, he may at this point be the third most indispensable in that what he unlocks when he's out there just simply by the gravity that, that he brings, it opens up everything. It, it makes everything cleaner for the guys who drive to the basket, the mid-range guys. So you know if he's going to play at the level that he played in the playoffs last season and, and that he's played this season, then, then you really got something.
2: Clay, I, I have this theory, and, you know, you tell me if it's ridiculous or it's not. Maybe it is ridiculous, but I think the Miami Heat, you know, they were, they were, in my opinion, lacking some sort of spark through most of this regular season. I don't think they were punting on games. I don't think Jimmy Butler was bored of the regular season. I just think at times this team was kind of going through the motions. Something changed, though, after the Jalen Brown-Duncan Robinson incident, not just with Duncan, I think with this team as a whole. And it's funny because it's happening – without Jimmy Butler, who missed that game against Boston. He missed this game, obviously, and will miss tonight as well. But something changed. They made that comeback against Boston. I know they ended up losing the game, but they followed it up with maybe their most exciting win of the season last night. Do you Did you feel that spark, the same spark that I felt, that we saw in the postseason last year? We saw it in the postseason the previous season as well, where the Heat – Started playing with this chip on their shoulder, and and perhaps it's what led to them not just winning yesterday, but dominating Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo.
1: Welcome to small sample size theater, hosted by Alejandro <laughs> Solana. <laughs> the one game sample size that changed everything. But no, I, I think to your to your point, what was really cool to see last night was. When Duncan hit the three-pointer, and then he immediately turns to the Bucks bench and just says, no, don't say anything to me. Just, you're sitting over there, I'm here hitting threes, and then Jay Crowder tried to say something to me. and he said, nope, not you either. Don't talk to me. Uh, and, and it's that kind of it's that kind of mindset with Duncan in particular that I think it just, it makes him a different player in, in general. You know, And relative to what happened the other day, if it's because of that, fine, if it's something that... He's just gotten back because of the playoffs last year. Great. The other guy last night that you saw yelling and screaming that I love to see was Kevin Love. You know, the the thing that I I think when you go to a heat game, and this is something that maybe you don't necessarily see on television all the time, the guy that Jimmy talks to probably more than anybody on the floor right now, especially that that Kyle Lowry's gone, is Kevin Love. And if you're going to have both of those guys as being kind of your – your veterans with like the, the emotional pull at, at moments like that, because Love is normally such an easygoing guy, but when he gets into that mindset like we saw last night, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a heck of a spark because it's so infrequent that you see that from him. So when he does it, I think it means a little bit more. And, and yeah, I, I think as far as the Boston game, I don't know that we're necessarily going to see the byproduct of that until perhaps the playoffs, when those teams play again. I Look, Bam is a great guy. I mean, just the most likable guy in the world. And yet, I I think he heard what people were saying. I think he heard, hey, you're the captain. Udonis would have never let that happen. And I think when they get into a playoff situation, if they go up against Boston in particular, but really anybody, I, I, you're not going to get nice guy Bam. You're, you're going to get the type of Bam that... Uh, is going to be willing to get in people's faces because, look, he's still growing into this role. Um, so as far as, like, can we say that that spark has has changed things after one game plus? I don't know if we can go that far yet, but there definitely seemed to be different, something different
3: last night, I'm eager to see if it continues tonight. How about on the other side, their opponent? We've had this conversation today, too, where Milwaukee, like, is there cause for concern there because – Damian Lillard didn't seem interested when they had the welcome ceremony when he showed up, you know, three hours late in an Uber um, with a carry-on bag and didn't talk to anybody. And they made the coaching change. Like, is there – that team is so loaded, and I can't imagine that they're not in the Eastern Conference Finals. I I just – but is there cause for concern with Milwaukee? Yes, they're a mess. They're
1: absolutely a mess. And I think you go back, and, and there was an article after Griffin got fired that essentially pieced the whole thing together. The Bucks initially, and, and, and I'm, I'm kind of piecing together articles here. There are certain things that were reported various places, but, but reputable enough to, like, talk about them. The Bucks wanted to hire, initially, Nick Nurse. And Giannis didn't want them to hire Nick Nurse. And so Adrian Griffin was the compromise. So they hire Griffin, and then, you know, shockingly, they start off the season not playing good defense, which, oh, by the way, when, when you trade away your best perimeter defender in Drew Holiday and a guy who brought that toughness, that mindset, that really changed them from the bubble. If you remember when they got beaten by the heat in the bubble, they they, they knew that they had to, ch- had to change their mindset a bit. They so went out and get Drew Holiday – trade him in the Damian Lillard deal, which you understand, but he brought something that that they clearly were lacking earlier in the season. Well, apparently Adrian Griffin held a players-only meeting with their their core four players, with Giannis, Dame, and I think it was Middleton and Lopez, essentially had them voice their concerns. He told them, look, you guys are going to have to sacrifice. They didn't want to hear it. And then shortly thereafter, you have Giannis going ballistic because of a basketball and, like, chasing after staffers and screaming at them. And and then – and Dame's just sitting there like, what in the world did I get myself into here? And then they fire Griffin. And then you have the whole team dancing on the floor before the next game, before Doc Rivers has even taken a fire. Like, so, yeah, it's not just one thing. It's not just that the Heat nearly beat him by 30 last night. It's that there's just been this drip, drip, drip with this team. And I think – Drew Holiday was kind of the guy that when they were in the bubble and it looked like they just needed that extra edge, he provided it. And then they trade him away. And now, boom, all of a sudden it's gone again. And you've got Giannis running around screaming at people about a basketball. It just The, the whole thing just feels off. And for all the talent that's on that team, I I mean, if I'm a Heat fan, that's the matchup I want to find a way to get to in the first round.
3: Oh, Although he should have gotten that. that ball, that I mean, that's inarguable. That should have been his ball. Well, sure. It, there's levels to it, though. I mean, the the reaction there's no was levels. just that was his, that was his ball. It shouldn't have gone anywhere else, <laughs> and he wanted the ball.
1: I feel like this is this is a take that you had weeks ago and like dug in on. It is so now you
3: feel compelled to like
1: stand it. up for
3: it. In fact, I think I yeah, shared okay. it with you.
1: probably and i probably disagreed with you at the time but like we just disagree on so much that i forget about it over time no No. clay because uh, you're wrong a lot
2: i know (laughs) 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 i know technically we are beyond the halfway point but it is the all-star break so uh, technically or not technically at the midway point here for the miami heat and i understand We're on a high right now, as you said. Small sample size, theater. This can change on a dime if the Heat lose by thirty tonight in Philadelphia. Second night of a back to back. It's
3: all. This is all pointing to a thirty point loss tonight. Don't do that.
2: (laughs) Don't do that. Um, What what overall grade would you give the Miami Heat at the All Star break? Um, You know, considering the amount of injuries that they had, twenty nine different starting lineups through whatever it's been fifty games. uh, What's your overall grade for the Heat?
1: I'm, I mean, you've got to grade them on a of bit of a curve, right? Because of, you know, what they've had to go through. And yet, at the same time, I, I, it, it hasn't been what you were looking for. And I think they would have admitted, they did admit, that that communication had off quite a bit. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess a C plus, B minus, And yet, it, does it really mm-hmm. be really good to judge this team at all and, and grade them mm-hmm. along the regular season? I think of... Any team in the NBA, any team that I can think of in, in professional American sports, the regular season just—it doesn't mean much. And and you know, it, it's almost a time like it's cool to to go out to games and enjoy the experience. And man, you got moments like Jimmy's buzzer beater against the against the Bulls. My kids and I had a great time watching them beat Yama And then last night. But in the end, the, the regular season is a way to prepare for the playoffs and keeping the main thing the main thing. So, I just, yeah, I mean, C+, plus, C, whatever, but I just think that, that the ultimate grade for the entire season, you can't
3: really give out until the playoffs come and gone. Um, PSG scoreless at halftime. We have, a, uh, we have a little wager going here on uh, Champions League, so our, our attention is uh, divided between you and some Champions League football. You have any uh, romance on the docket for uh, tonight, Clay? We'll, so uh, Valentine's so the night had, uh, dinner the, out. The,
1: the best romance that we've had. Uh, we we got the girls a puppy. We got the the three little girls wow. a puppy. They've been begging nice. for one for months, and so uh, you know we got the moment when you know we we surprised them and. This little guy is amazing, and he already he's already running the house, and he's already very comfortable. So, um, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna dominate the night. I, I don't think there's, put, put it this way: I am. There are four women and two guys in the house now with this dog. I am now the second most popular guy. <laughs>
3: What's uh, what'd you name the dog? Archie. Oh, it's a good name. Archie. Archie. Yeah, Just Archie all the girls,
1: it's a boy dog. It's a boy dog, and all the girls uh have A names, so we went with the A name. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you want to do something like that. Solana got a little cutesy during COVID. Yeah. Bought a dog, named it Fauci. Yeah. Because Fauci was a oh, national hero at no. that point. Yeah. And now he's the most <laughs> divisive, you know. I have a friend, no joke. I have a friend who like in 2015 named his dog uh. Trump. Because it seemed like it was a goof, the the like the you know him running for office. So he and and like so Solana named his dog Fauci. So now you know at a I gotta I gotta imagine Solana at a park in Kendall, you yelling out, "Come here, Fauci. I mean, you're getting side eye from everywhere. At a park
2: in Kendall, in my community, in Kendall, I am target (laughs) number one. Target number one. Yeah, not my finest moment. Not my finest moment, Clay.
1: That is phenomenal. So basically, <laughs> like uh, family family gatherings with uh, you got to you got to find a dog sitter because otherwise, man, those uh, those Thanksgiving dinners can can get uh, uh, pretty chatty, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. All
3: right, Clay Ferrero, watch him on local ten. Thanks, Clay. Take care, fellas. All right, four o'clock hour is coming up. I didn't want to bring it down for Clay. I don't know if you've seen. There's a shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs parade. That was going on i was watching cnn as we're doing that 10 victims right now that doesn't mean 10 deaths 10 victims and they're still trying to sort everything out but there's been a shooting so obviously we're keeping an eye on that but i it's just i mean what, what am i going to say like that's awful we all know that's awful and so i'll keep an eye on it and keep everybody uh aware but that's a uh really just disgusting vile thing to happen at a super bowl celebratory parade uh but they're Covering it on all the news stations if you want to see it. Uh four o'clock hour is coming up. There's marlin's news. Luisa Rice. I don't know if you saw this. I he did, lost yeah. his arbitration. I did Marlon see Get to save a few bucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, we'll get headlines and all that stuff uh in the four o'clock hour.
0: You're listening to the Hawk and
3: Crowder show. I want to hear what Kevin Love had to say mm-hmm. about being struck right there in the penis. Hawk
0: and Crowder.